to us recap. I'm Brett. I'm Tim. And we are recapping Married at First Sight season 13, episode five today. The keys to my heart. The keys to my heart. <laughs> we have our first like real honeymoon episode. Yes. Which first full oh. days of honeymoon. Praise the Lord. Praise. It's we've already been on a journey just to arrive at this point. So much to get into. Yeah. So we're just going to break it down by couple because that's the way that makes the most sense. Let's do it. Let's jump in. Okay. Who you got? Who you got? Let's go Johnny and Bao. Johnny and Bao. Okay. Um, <sighs> great I have... week over. Okay, go. Oh. <laughs> you go. You go, I, I go. Like, who's going? You go. You go. Um, overall, I feel good about them. However, feel for Johnny and this hot and cold sensation that he speaks of that I honestly at first was sort of like, Johnny, just calm down. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's day three, like you're getting way too anxious and like she clearly likes you. She's just shy and moving a little slower. And then we got that last scene. The last scene is always the kicker. And I was like, oh, Starting to see where that this is what yeah it's from yeah so we'll get to that more in detail later but that's sort of my overarching um just some little things some some little tidbits so Bao's a collector of bathing suits yeah that she uses as lingerie by herself by herself ninety percent don't get seen by the public. Yeah, so my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong here, is Bao has a large collection of bathing suits Mm -hmm. that she wears around the house as lingerie to, you know, feel good about herself. But also she mentions just to be ready in case she wants to jump into a pool in which the next logical question that Johnny asks is, Oh, so do you have a pool? And she says, no. No. Just in case. Hypothetically. <laughs> Interesting. Have you ever, is Never. this a thing that girls do? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Though, I feel it's important to say that I did know a male who exclusively got into board shorts before he would hook up with people. Really? Yeah. And it was like, I never wanted to call it to account because I figured it was some very strange and like um, security blanket. Okay. But the board shorts. Was this a person that you? Who can say? Had but hooked I knew. up with? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, okay. that's, the, that's the closest okay, I've ever heard of we to need this. To- Phenomenal. Okay, we need to pause and just get into this for <laughs> no, a second. We don't. Just briefly. So, <laughs> would it be the type of situation, since you seem to have intimate knowledge of uh-huh. this individual, would it be the type of situation where he would be wearing like regular yes. jeans? Okay, regular yes. jeans. Yes. Um, and then, like, oh, you know, you guys are maybe exchanging some glances. It's time to spice things up. And he'd go pause. I'm going to go put on a pair of trunks yes. and come out. and. But it was never addressed verbally. It was just... How? How? <laughs> it was just an emergence, a casual emergence from the room in board shorts 
And then there was supposed to be no commentary. And that was the signal that, like, I'm ready to go. I guess. But to me, it was. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's the closest I've ever. <laughs> I feel like I've told you that before. You probably have. <laughs> but you blocked it out. I, yeah, we're going to have to continue this <laughs> off air. Because <laughs> I have a lot of questions um, that we won't dead. burden the listeners with five minutes into the pod. Coming in hot with the takes. I know. I didn't know I was going to say that. Um, okay. Well, wow. so there's that. There's that fact okay. that's just interesting. Um, Bao wants to have sex with Conan O'Brien, and Johnny wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it. That's um, all there is to say about that. Um, okay, I have a question. Okay. So it's basically becoming clear, which is so interesting because obviously this is all we're getting to see of him. So like to me, it's a surprise that this isn't how he normally is. But he's telling us and being very open that like he's not normally the kind of guy to do big gestures because he gets so preoccupied with potential rejection that yeah. he doesn't do things like this. I just want to know, like, when did we nominate Jose? As man of the year on the pedestal of all things. And more than that, as a fashion consultant for buying a frock for your new wife. Okay, so some yeah, some background here. Oh, Johnny <laughs> wants to do something nice for Bao. Set up a dinner, like date, beach picnic thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've never heard of someone like part of the date being I'm going to get them, purchase them something to wear. That was a little interesting. Well, so I only have got- when it's like a like from a TV show or something when it's like a really wealthy man who like sends oh yeah couture yeah. dresses to a girl's like hotel room or something. Yeah, Johnny goes into this market and brings Jose. The tourist clothing shop. I have a lot of thoughts about Jose. Florida Keys Chicos. That we are going to get into (laughs) when we talk about Rachel and Jose. Right. But for now, I will say, I don't know if I'm like bringing, like we're, I don't know if I'm getting fashion No, okay, let's talk about what he shows up to this personal shopping event wearing. A skin tight black tank yeah he's on he's doing a vacation look a snood what's a snood <laughs> the hell is a, a snood, snood scarf like an infinity scarf like why is that happening oh yeah okay a fedora atop his head at like like perched it's perched it's a perched fedora we have canceled fedoras for i mean we canceled fedoras since before Ugh. cancel culture was a thing. Yeah, absolutely. And they need to stay that way. They're yeah. not making any public apologies. They're not coming back <laughs> into our lives. No. They are out. They They're cannot gone. find work. They are banished. <laughs> they are Louis C.K. Please, banished. Except not. Louis Okay, anyways. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Okay, so. Okay, but no. And the last thing is then his large cross Nicklaus. Yeah, that Let's stays just, on but him at just, all Can time. we talk, but this outfit. It's not a great and outfit. And we're real. A scarf and a tank. A scarf and a tank. In the Florida Keys. This is not Coachella um, 2004. Yeah. Let's drop the scarf, <laughs> fedora, and tank combo. So he is 
like Johnny's like, I just had to have you help me with this because you know everything, man. You know everything, man. And like he just like Jose picks up the first dress and it's fucking hideous. And he's like, this could be cool. Compared to the other guys, though, I actually kind of think Jose was the right call there. Because Jose no, like really is, cares. Why would you ask the guy? I oh no no. There's no reason a guy women. should be there. If you're picking out a muumu for your <laughs> new wife, you should not be soliciting any male's advice. No, it's a big deal too to buy your partner clothes. In my opinion. Oh, the, it, I was as soon as it started, I was like, this is a lose lose situation. I, yeah, like I was triggered. Yeah, I mean, unlike it's just when does it ever work out it's very rare it's very rare that you pick the exact right thing for your female partner and her style and let alone the right sizing that could be awkward to confront (laughs) which brings me to (laughs) (laughs) so then later we fast forward we never get to see the purchase so it's a surprise what frock will be in this gift it's an xl a double xl tunic of sorts tunic of sorts the only thing that is double xxl of of bow is her snoring everything else about her nothing screams xl no why i'm like and there's no shame in a double xl but if you have eyes that can fully see, you are aware that bow is a small toothpick. And uh, I was just bewildered beyond belief. I'm like, I thought the whole point was that you were trying to get her like a nice dress to go with your button up. That isn't even like vacation linens, by the way. He's like, there's no vacation shirt. I'm like, yeah. it's literally a button up that you could also wear to work. Well, she, okay. he And com- then he come, gives her this fucking like bathing suit cover up That's shirt. what I was going to say. It, he got her a bathing suit cover up and he's wearing khakis yeah. and a button down tucked in. I'm and like, I'm like, these aren't even equally yoked. Do we know anything <laughs> about women's fashion? I don't, apparently You not. don't even have to know anything about women's fashion to like be able to assess if these two things are like in the same sphere. And look, I love like a baggy tunic or a large, like I like a shirt like that. I don't yeah. even hate it, but it was billowing. It's not anti it was the billowing shirt. It's the o- and like the occasion, it was not a match. Yeah. And I would have been bummed as a girl <laughs> to walk up to this beautiful setup on the sand with roses and champagne and you're in the button up looking great. And I'm in my jean shorts and my XXL tunic. Yeah. The move here. Like, I mean, well, he I, really meant well. No, he meant well. And bow other than like. Being disappointed that he paid full price for it. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> like, she was a good sport about it. She and was. She wore it. I think the move here, Johnny, is a little bit of a... You, this is a situation where you got to flex. You go in, you get five dresses. Right. And you say, hey... Pick your favorite. Pick your favorite. I'm taking the rest back. Yeah. That's the move there. Great. Great so, call. So... They have their little beach. They have their beach moment. And I was really proud of him in this moment. Yeah. He basically like used it. I just appreciate his attitude so far, which is like, 
clearly what I've done in the past isn't working. He owns his own bad patterns and behaviors. Yeah. And like leads with them. And I mean, I don't know that I would have led with on this date after basically being like, I don't normally lead with my feelings because I'm so nervous about being rejected, but I'm trying to do things differently. I really like you and da 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 da. And then and she says the feeling's mutual. Yeah, which is after, great. Oh, after totally faking us out yeah. with silence for a second, I was like, that's mean. But also, I guess Bao has a sense of humor in there. So that was adorable and like so cute. And cr- it's like, what did you think she was going to say? I God, know. like the level of trepidation at that. Yeah. But then like within minutes of that, he decides that it's also time to now confess to her that he's been on over a hundred first dates and that he always leaves the second that he sees something wrong. I I was uh, befuddled. I'm like, are that... you trying to plant a red flag? Yeah. In the I'm sand? like, you guys just said that <laughs> you really like each other and you're getting real feelings. Yeah. Maybe let's not follow that up with, you know, I've been on over a hundred first dates. Yeah. And like, no, just. Just just don't yeah. say that. Um, Here's the thing. Again, I appreciate honesty. I think it's important. I think that's a conversation that needs to happen. And I like, I would rather a guy who takes his take or his position yeah. than say um, Ryan, yeah. who is like dragging his big toe towards one like, truthful hard conversation you know what I mean and so I'm like okay at least he's like leading and putting it all on the table like this is what I suck at this is what I've done in the past that sucks this is why I know it sucks I'm trying to do things differently and be vulnerable and blah so cute overall great night then we go back to the hotel and we're getting in bed we're getting in bed Johnny's deciding that he wants to push the physical boundaries a little bit, wants to like the, okay. So finally the pillow bundling board has been removed in their relationship. (laughs) And, and she's like, what's a bundling board, babe. Okay. For those out there. (laughs) I found out last week that I was supposed to follow up after he said this term. And even though I didn't know what it meant, I didn't care enough to dig. <laughs> and so I, I couldn't let it go another week now that I knew you wanted to share with the audience about it. I just thought it was a great example. A bundling board is a Colonial Times <laughs> device. It is um, a physical like two by 12 board that got, split a bed in two. And it was for couples that were courting and they would sleep on in the same bed with this bundling board between them, fully clothed. So it would to get them used to be sleeping in the same bed, but uh, they were not allowed to touch each other. That's so honestly it was a such board a surprise to me that, that they were even allowed the to sleep next to each other. I know. I mean, different. Uh, I thought you like. Yeah. Yeah. Went on like three walks together and then got married. Yeah. I mean, think about it in like <laughs> terms of chastity belt types of things. Mm. Uh, a bundling board. Okay. So. Okay. Well, this is what's interesting. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you for that. If you didn't know, you can also come to Tilda Thos recap for history 
facts. Pre-colonial <coughs> home decor. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway um, I the pillow getting... <laughs> fort has been removed. And, and we have known, this is not the first night that Bao has been like, but don't you need the bundling board? And he has every time been like, no. I don't, I don't want the want pillow it. fort. And she goes, but you need it. And it's like, Bao, clearly you need it. And yeah. you need to just tell us. But so then there, then he's like, no, I would love to try not having the bundling board. <laughs> and she's like, okay. And then there's this like cute moment of them cuddling. And then she's like, I first have to say something. And she weirdly brings up. She clearly has this like deep seated insecurity about her snoring. Yeah. Because. I mean, she told this like convoluted half story about like something that happened at camp where people, but she never even finished it. So I'm like, I don't even know what happened, but clearly she was getting made fun of for snoring. Oh, she would stay up all night because yeah. she was self-conscious about it. Yeah. So who even knows if she ever got bullied? She just was so self-conscious. So and he's made some like, he's made a couple comments in jest, in jest, but she pretty much says it. like, Hey, this is a really big deal. And so if you don't stop joking about this, we're going to be sleeping in different rooms. Yeah. Because of my own crippling anxiety about yeah. it. Yeah. And he's definitely thrown off. And suddenly there's a tear coming out of her face. And I mean, it's sad because it's like obvious that she's very fixated on this thing. And regardless of what we all think on the outside of how ridiculous or we just don't get it. He's like, I don't it's not a big deal. Like, it's a thing about you. It's not a big deal. And but this is like a huge thing for her. I know this was it was very sad to hear Bao's insecurity yeah. with this. And overall, though, like, you know, this is one of those that they put at the end of the episode to, like, sow some seeds of doubt in a right. way. In my opinion, this is going to be a nothing burger going forward. I think that, like, Johnny's such a stand-up dude. He, he, you know, he said, oh, my gosh, like, I'm sorry, like. I won't say anything now that I know it's such a big deal. I just don't think. You're probably right. But I then he think... goes in the interview and he's like, he basically says snoring would have been a big issue for him before. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm not. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I like where they're headed overall. I do too. I'm interested to see this like hot and cold thing. Yeah. Play out. Yeah, like, me too. Are we just talking a few insecurities that are going to come up? That, like, everybody has their own and they probably, everybody thinks that other people's are weird if they don't have the same one or whatever. Or is this sort of, like, a way that she deals with conflict in general? Yeah. And, like, are we going to have, because he even said, he's like, she throws me off. We'll have, like, this amazing romantic moment. And then the next moment I'm getting iced or I'm getting, like, I've got this issue. <laughs> like, if there's a huge confront and tears about something that I was kidding about yesterday you yeah. know so i am curious to see if this is a thing or not really a thing it was interesting with all the couples i felt like they had these really positive moments of like 
two steps forward and then someone would have to be like, so I just need to break. Like they couldn't ever like yeah. sit in the bliss for too long. Yeah. Um, with that, do you want to move on to Gil and Mir? Gil and Mir. Oh, oh, Mirla, 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 Mirla. Okay, so this episode, there they pick up with her continuing complaining. <laughs> they get a breakfast, which I admit the breakfast was light. It was continental esque. We had some fresh fruit. Some croissants. It was not by any means a Benedict or an omelet or anything like that. But come on. It's like breakfast with coffee. Mirla wants foamed almond milk delivered to her door mm -hmm. with her coffee um, because she thinks that she's staying at the Four Seasons. <laughs> um, okay, let's just, let's just. We've got to go to the pool. Well, let's rattle off a few complaints that we got in the first, like, minute or two. Oh, okay. You wrote them down. Good. Okay. There's no milk. There's no protein. It's shabby. Do you see the grass with no beach? And then, of course, we have plenty later. We have, I get motion sickness. I don't want your homemade quilt. Oh, God. The quilt. I'm not a fan of those turns. I'm not a fan of that. It's hot. Okay, so we get the picture, but this is definitely a continued vibe throughout everything. And it's the weird part for me, though, is she does a lot of smirking when she's complaining. And I feel, again, like I feel like she kind of gets a kick out of it. And thinks it's like this, it's like, oh, I'm a cute little firecracker that like, yeah, I'm difficult, but like, I deserve all these things. Isn't it cute? Like, I feel like she's constantly, and like, then she's like drifting in and out of sometimes she really is upset, but half the time she's not even really upset. It's like, she's just saying this because this is what she does. I have a really hard time with people in general who just own or maybe they've come this has come up in past seasons of shows that we've done on this podcast but people that have a negative quality about themselves and then they just go on and like excuse that negative quality as right. it being part of their personality yeah with guys yeah with guys it's like well i don't know i'm just i mean like i'm an asshole like that's what do you want me to you know or girls like i don't know i'm just a bitch yeah, I'm a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what can I do? I hate it. And she's that it's way with it is. She's like, I'm a whiner. I'm just a whiner. And it's like, you well, choose to you be a choose whiner. to be a whiner. Like, yeah. you're not fun to be around if you were just going to whine all the time. Yeah. Like, that's not it's something that like someone else should have to get used to. Trait that like exactly that someone else should have to like adapt themselves right. and this to whole your idea whining. Of like, uh, you know, well, the right guy is just gonna love me for me. You know, and that includes like my whining. And it's like, okay, that's like, that doesn't exist. That doesn't exist. And you shouldn't, it's, it's this weird thing, right? Of like, when you're with your person, it is like, we need to love the whole of each other, including the stuff that is messy and not the best. And yet it's also your responsibility as a partner to try to always be like being the best partner, which means being the 
for lack of a less cheesy phrase, like best version of yourself for your partner and being able to recognize like the areas that you're going to always be working on or, you know, your shortcomings. And it's such a weird take, in my opinion, when people choose to just like fully lean into all of their flaws and are like, oh, well, this is just the way I am. Yeah. It just feels like a, an excuse to not, like an excuse to not have to work a little bit harder. Yeah. Well, and like we talk, like even the, like this whole like whining thing, I look at it differently than how she is with her like wanting the finer things. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, okay, that's part of yeah, your. That can exist without like, you being a whiny bitch. Yeah, like that can exist. That's fine if you're like, hey, look, I am used to nice things. I'm bougie. I'm bougie. I, my lifestyle is bougie. I can pay for it. But this is kind of what I still expect moving forward. Right. That's okay. That's yeah. part of more like. But you don't but, have to be a bitch. Yeah, exactly. Period. Exactly. Like you don't have to. Be, yeah, you can have standards and not be a jerk about it. So Mirla, on the first day after the breakfast that she doesn't like, mm -hmm. decides that to stay in the hotel room and do work. Work stuff. Work stuff. We have no idea. What While that was. Gil is at the pool with the rest of the couple. Yeah, it's so dumb. Thoughts and now okay, so Gil pretty much goes in in a not in a in a light way, yeah. but but still um letting everyone know what Mural is like. Right. He's not lying. He's not I was <laughs> He's wanting, not covering. What is your take on this? So he says you know, she's high maintenance. He, you know, draws um, a face on a volleyball that they throw around and they're like, this is Mirla. She's being social. Um, lets them know that he hasn't gotten a kiss yet. What? And then he says, for me, I treat him like a toddler. Oh, yes. Yeah, he talks about the toddler After and he the brings tantrums. Up, she has tantrums. And then he says that. I mean, it's hard because I think that, like, he has great delivery. So he's someone who can say he can ride the edge a little bit of what he chooses to say or disclose. And because he's got such a lovely disposition and the way, you know, like, I think he gets away with it more than if like a total dick was like, oh, yeah, she's blah, 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 blah. Or even if like Ryan was saying that about Brett. Right. You know, it would like, just, just be different. Be, yeah, it would just yeah. be different. Because he's like so warm all the time mm -hmm. and he's always like. He's always like buffering harsh things by being yeah. like the with a, a joke or yeah. like a nice thing after. So, I mean, I do think he went a little too far. Like, it, like bottom line, Mirla watching that had a full on connection if they're still together right now. Oh, I'm sure. Like I, they got in a huge fight, I bet. Um, <laughs> but I also think. I feel like he wanted to be able to talk about it a little bit with everyone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He wanted to be able to like process a bit. He wanted to gauge where everyone else is at, which is why he was the one who asked about intimacy first. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I don't know. I mean, I just like him so much that I don't, and I feel for him with this mirrorless situation. Cause I think she's very difficult. And I think the fact that like, He's also still just like so committed to pushing through and being kind and creating fun opportunities for her to maybe surprise him that I sort of like I'm like, 
whatever. 98% of the time, I think that in a marriage to talk about this in a marriage, you should like protect your spouse in groups, like in situations like this, if they're not there. Yeah. You know, however, this is falls into the 2% of the time (laughs) where I'm like, this is all she has shown him. Yeah. So what else is he supposed to talk about? Right. Like, what else is he supposed to say about his wife? She's been complaining about everything. everything. Like, the like, fact well, that he can still have a smile on his face and say, like, but I'm in it and we're still trying and like we we also have a lot of fun together. Yeah. What other information is he is he that I don't able feel like he's share? like making shit up or <laughs> no, like yeah. blowing anything out of proportion. Uh so <sighs> but yeah. yeah, anyway. I agree with you. Um, I don't know when. Uh, I mean, I've okay. Just to, to uh, an addendum to what I just said is that the toddler and the tantrum thing were probably not the best thing to say in that environment on TV. However, again, he he's not wrong. Um, <clears throat> there was something, or I think it might have been with the breakfast. Still, I can't remember, but like he was saying like well we all know you need your glitz and glamour and then she's like yeah we know i need my glitz and glamour wait i don't need my need glitz and glamour and she's done that like a few times and mm. i'm like okay you and then there was something where he's like well what about what you just he's giving her shit with everything she said about the beach like do you see it out there it's just grass blah, yeah, blah, all yeah. this stuff and then she's like, he kind of calls her on it. And she's like, what? It's just, I just like want a beach. And I'm like, you are gaslighting him. Like if that, if we're going to use that word across gender, like you are saying one thing. And then the next second you're looking at him and playing dumb and going, what are you talking about? You know? (laughs) And I'm just like, gosh, bless this man. Like, I just feel so bad for him because like, he's trying to embrace all of her for who she is. And like the parts that are a little more difficult, be light about it and like choose to try and see it as like a funny endearing part of her personality. But then when she says things like, but I don't need glitz and glamor. What are you talking about? It's like, ma'am, ma'am. If we're going to be owning, if we're going to be like, I own all of my shitty behaviors, then own it all the time. Don't right after be like, wait, no, actually, you know. Yeah. She is just, in general, she is just such a tightly wound human. And. (sighs) I have, we have not seen her like cut loose and have fun. It's been five episodes. Right. And the closest I feel like we have is in their really intimate moments where like, they're laying in bed and like laughing with each other with their heads on the pillow. Like those little glimpses to me are like the only times I feel like I'm seeing the true version of her. Yeah. And everything else. The interesting part is that she like functions as if like, well, I'm so confident. I know what I'm worth. And I'm like, honey, you're so insecure and like bundled up. Like, you don't even know how to let loose. You don't know how to have fun. You are so obsessed with how you appear to everyone. And you're so obsessed with this, like, I don't know, this narrative of, like, I am the prima don. Like, 
her default is to tear everything down. It's like she it's it's like it's scary for her to just surrender to a moment and like, God forbid, have fun or let out a snorty giggle or like, you know, yeah, it's like kind of tiring to watch over time. So like that obviously continues with um, the fucking plane ride, the plane ride. Oh, yeah, that was I, I don't even like. Yeah, she gets motion sickness. She's whatever like no, i don't even know she's just making something up at every turn yeah i don't even think like i just feel like that is the perfect example of like you spoke a shitty experience into existence yeah from the site because she doesn't like surprises and she's she's so anxious yeah. as a person so it's like she couldn't even let him fully get out what they were going to do before she was like rolling her eyes and assuming the worst about it and Wait, I have motion sickness. Oh, but wait, we're gonna be in the air most of the time. Well, then let me complain about being the air in the air. And then he's like, "Wait, but we flew a plane here." Yeah. And she like can't doesn't have anything to say yeah. back to that. You know, it's like, what is it? You don't even know what it is. Yeah. You just don't like that you weren't in control. You didn't plan it, and so you have to rip it apart. Now, I mean, fairly, rightfully so. I think we're being fair with the amount that we've shit on Mirla, but. Do you see any red flags in the fact that Gil has not been in a serious relationship in six years? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. I do. That was the first thing yeah. that made me go, huh. Yeah. Like, what have you been doing the last six years? Like, literally just serial sexing and dating? I don't know. But well, yeah, I, that was a little... That just makes me go, oh, we have a really big gap now to fill in. And if I was her, I would immediately <laughs> expect it to be filled in verbally. Um, so that's that's what I wonder about. Um, he Gil killed it with that champagne macaroon moment, though. Oh, yeah. The, the dessert day. And I am shocked that she couldn't find anything wrong with it. I, I was know. like, I she was waiting on bated breath. And then I'm like, OK, it's a success. It's a full success. And you could tell he was like, wow. I like I won. Yeah. I did something good. Um yeah, I just she's just fucking difficult and like there's no way around that. And I do think that they have a fun friend chemistry that you can see with the 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 repartee that mm-hmm. goes back and forth. However, I'm seeing that his repartee is starting to go um it's starting to get a little edgier. It's starting to comment on her lifestyle, like, more and more and more. Like, we heard high maintenance, like, five times today. Um, You know, even when she's doing her face regimen, and he's like, do you like riddles? And she, like, has to think about it. He's like, probably not. And he's like, that sounds about right. You know, and so... (laughs) The patience is starting to wear. It's starting to wear. And... I don't know because there's no intimacy at all. Like there's no cuddling, there's no hand holding, there's no let alone kissing. I just think this could be a classic case of friend zone purgatory. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you like how to run your life, but she's never kissed anyone before the fourth date. I okay, but we're on day 4 of the honeymoon. Are you going to tell me then that three or four whole days and nights together alone is not far beyond the equivalent of three date nights. I know. Ugh. Do you buy that, by the way? 
No, I don't no. buy that at all. No, it's a, it's a thing all. that she wants people to think about her. Yeah, if and she Gil, like if, tried it once. If Gil recently. had hair, he it would have gotten a kiss. But <laughs> uh, you think? Wait, I so don't do you know. think this is an attraction thing underneath all of it? I I don't know. I mean, I, I think there's part of it that I really think she wants to. I think she wants to paint a picture of who yes. she wants us to think that she is. Yeah. I do not think that this is the case in real life. Right. Me too. I really don't. Me too. So I don't know. You tell me. Is it attraction? Is it just wanting to weave a story about yourself? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. Like I'm just I'm just like, what if we have like a actually like a season twelve Jacob and Haley situation here where we don't find out where we find out in like four weeks that like she's repulsed by everything about him because of the baldness and like low key they've barely been interact like i mean i'm dying to know what life looks like back when we go back to texas oh yeah they're the one they're the ones the most that i'm like what is this going to be like her, when you're living with each other living yeah. with her yeah. good lord okay jose and rachel jose what a week for jose oh and God. rachel what a week um, for jose jose <laughs> feels like euphoric you for it. He is on cloud nine. It, he, it, it almost makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. It's a little bit like the best comp I can figure out to this to a degree is you remember how in moments last season, Eric was just so in like when he was talking about yeah, her. About Virginia. Like to others. Oh, we're just so in love. We're so in love. We like each other so much. I mean, their but relationship. But he's always felt fake. Yeah. Yeah, he just, I mean, Jose just seems genuinely excited oh, to be married. The first shot, he goes, they're in bed. He's like, kiss me five times. Yeah. <laughs> me, me, me. Kiss me five times. And so then he's like, stop it. and then he's in his interview and he's like, I feel like a married man. I feel like a happily married man. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you even know what that feels like? I got to say, ah! I... You know, we've given Jose some crap. Yeah. Jose's really starting to grow on yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, he's doing he's a great really job. He's really starting to grow on he's me. He's killing it and... in terms of doting on his wife, gassing her up, making her feel amazing, like, really trying. I he mean, wants you to... can't deny it, even if it makes you cringe still, like me. Oh, it definitely makes you cringe. I just love how much he's leaning into this. Like... You know, towards the end, they, yeah, end of the episode, they have their, like, they had a date on a dock, a dinner date <laughs> on a dock. Yeah. And he's got his shades and his shirt unbuttoned. And oh, he's yeah. fully just like, I'm in, I'm in the Keys. I'm in the Florida Keys right now. <laughs> he's living like, I'm Leonardo DiCaprio on a yacht, as far as I'm concerned. Which I can relate to that. If I'm on, a, like, a vacation like that with you, like, I'm going to be wearing linen pants. I'm going to be, you know, like... Lean into it. I love it. It is hilarious to me, and it's cringy, but it's hilarious to me. He is trying to squeeze in like five years of <laughs> dates and moments yeah. into every single activity. Everything has to be a memory-making event. Grab the fish. Give me a kiss. Feed me. I feed you. Let me brush your teeth. <laughs> Let me. I mean, it's like all these things that couples pick up yeah, over years so of dating. He's like, let's do it all. Let's do it all. He's trying to grab in. Yeah. And she's definitely apprehensive about like 20% of it. 
So, <laughs> which brings us to they're in bed together after they're me, 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 me. He, she's like, okay, I want to talk about something. <laughs> and she's like, I know we've talked so much up until this point about all the ways that we are the same. But I think that it's important that we start exploring, like, what are our big differences, you know? And he, oh, gosh, I forgot about this. He oh. goes, I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, the first thing that comes to mind for me is, you know, you drink your coffee black. I drink my coffee with cream. It's it's just it's something I've noticed. And, you know, when I got up today, I went I went to get us the coffees and I thought, oh, I got to get her the coffee, the black coffee and me with the cream. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And she looks is... at him and she's like, hmm. So actually, like, you know, like the toothbrush thing last night. <laughs> <laughs> and then she basically ends up sharing that, like, I've noticed that you want to do a lot of shit for me, like I'm a child. Well, he wants to. He, he's, he's really big on the feeding. feeding. I know, and they showed the stuff you he was know feeding. He wants the, food during sex. Oh, he's one of those people. Gosh, I don't like thinking about that. <laughs> I know, but it's clear. <sighs> he's one of those people that's like, <laughs> put mustard on my toes. Suck on <laughs> that is not a person, babe. <laughs> if it's anyone, it's a Jose. Okay, uh, <laughs> but anyway, sour crap, my belly button. <laughs> Just the least sexy foods. Ugh. Okay, anyways, I, I really like get where she's coming from, and she's just like, we gotta, we gotta nip this in the bud. I've noticed that you want to do weird <laughs> shit for me, and it's very important for me to feel like an independent person and not your little dolly, which is a really fair point. And we have to, like, okay, regardless of all the stuff, the ways that we think he's winning right now, I do feel we do constantly get brought back with him on his man, as a man, as a man, as the head of household, as a man, as the head of household, as a man. Yeah. As provider masculinity. I'm like, just cool it. You don't have to, like, you don't have, like, just stop. But the thing that about is, it is, though, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, that, no. The thing about that is, is that I think that he's coming with that energy um, from a good place. Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't read it as much as, like, I'm trying to control you as much as I really, it's really important to me for me to provide provide for you. Right. But I think that when you're this early... And when you're a girl, when you're like Rachel and you've had controlling boyfriends in the past and then you start, you know, seeing little things like, oh, my God, he wants to feed me everything. Mm -hmm. And he like won't let me take a step, you know, or like won't let me pick up my per. Like, I know that feel like it can be a little suffocating when someone's like overly doing that stuff for you. And then if on top of that, you start getting into money like we do later and he says things like well, you're okay with me controlling the finances then, right? And it's like, I know he's coming from a good place of even with that, of like, okay, well, you're admitting to me that you don't feel comfortable with like budgeting and stuff and that you want to learn and that I'm really into it. So are you cool with me helping? But like what I wrote is just like when it's this early and you're saying this many things like that, as a woman, I think it's fair to sort of just be perking your ears a bit. Like, ooh, this could be like, this could be perfectly um, 
innocuous and it's really deep down. He's just like obsessed with me and the idea of being married and being in love. And he really just wants to take care of me and dote on me. And I, I have to learn how to like receive, or it could be in the territory that quite frankly, the first few weeks we, with the way he's described himself to us, you and I have been like, Ooh, we have big controlling concerns about Jose. So uh, it's like a mixed bag here. You know, like I can see both. I will say I didn't love his response when she said what she said. Rather than say like. What are we talking about? Um, about the stop feeding me. Okay. I, you know, it's important for me to feel independent in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And rather than be like. So he explains like. It's just coming from this place of like, I want to be the provider and I want to do nice things for you. But that's where it ended. He didn't say he didn't acknowledge like where she was coming from and say, like, I totally understand that. And like, I'm going to be thinking about that more because I don't want you to feel like I don't think you know how to feed yourself or brush your teeth. And like, I will work on that a bit. I think it's fair that you want to still feel a bit independent. And I want you to know where I'm coming from when I do those things. You know, he just was like, well, this is what I mean. And then it's over. I agree. And I think that he has some learning to do in that regard. Well, and she basically says, if you're going to do everything, then there's no room for me to contribute. Absolutely. And like, I need space to get to show up as me and do stuff too. And I think that that is sometimes what, um, men coming from his exact perspective sort of miss is like you're sort of like infantilizing yeah her yeah i you, agree you can like infantilize and suffocate someone like there's got to yeah. be yeah there needs to be give and take so i actually want to jump into the finance conversation okay so you know they have they seemingly have like really good days their yeah. their relationships growing ball. they're having a blast um, Rachel brings up the finances mm -hmm. and how she's worried about them and particularly her because she has had some she's worried she's going to disappoint him with like I don't save the same way you do yeah and she has brought up that she does need a little help and guidance with the finances right so there's some conversation going back and forth if they're going to have joint accounts separate accounts I don't know here. What was your take on this whole conversation? Um, well, it's hard because like we've we've chosen to do our finances very traditionally because that's what's worked for us. Right. But I know and we've also been married a really long time for our age. And I know that so many people like peers of ours don't do finances the same way we do. Um, and do do like, you know, having separate accounts and a joint or just totally separate, you know, so I don't it's hard for me to make like. A judgment because I just we've just done things so differently. And, and for me, it's been philosophically so important for us. Like, I feel like that was a big thing for us to work through in our first year. And it's sort of like it did allow us to like fully embrace that what's mine is yours mentality that I think would have been a lot harder if we were constantly titting and tatting and being like, well, you paid for lunch today, so I'm paying for lunch tomorrow. Like all that crap, I think, can get messy and like create resentment. Um, 
So that's been personal to us. But like, I know that we're almost like, um, that's more rare now. And I, and so I have to think like, I know plenty of people in successful relationships doing it other ways. So I don't know. I didn't know what to think. I just was like, oh, wow, they both view it differently. And so this is going to be interesting. I think she needs to let go a little bit here. Yeah. I think this is his personally. I, I don't like, I don't care how this makes me sound. But I think this is his area. He is really good with money. He is really yeah, good with investing. It's a strength of his. I think he needs to let off some of the other areas like so that she can be more independent. But when it comes to this, she self-admittedly has wanted help <laughs> with finances. Yeah. He's really good at this, and she needs to get over this, in my opinion, yeah. needs to get over this whole thing like she's feeling <coughs> like she Sorry. has an, al- an allowance. That's that. I'm like, back. you need to back off a little bit on that. Let him take care of this. Yeah. And I think that they're just like, I think that they're the more that they're together, the longer they're together and the more trust that gets built and the more that she can see him prove to her that, He's not a controlling man in all ways. Yeah. I mean, knock on wood, we hope he's not. Yeah. Then it can be maybe received more of like, oh, no, this is just my kind partner who is better, who is more skilled in this area than I am. Boy, girl, regardless. And he wants to help us with that. And so that is just a gift yeah. and that's a way that like he compliments me or like can show up in a in a way that is better than I can show up in that area so and I I obviously okay so my personal opinion with her obsession with the 50-50 thing is that she needs to drop that and like because why if we're married and we haven't even gotten into the conversation yet of like how do your guys's incomes compare how much are you both bringing to the table like if you're making 50 grand a year and he's making 100 grand a year and you're freaking married, we're not just dating, living, to, you know, why do you have to bring the exact 50% as him? Like it's and and again, and that's where like to me, that's why it's easier to just think of it as like one big pot. But yeah, so I I just think that she needs time. Yeah. And I think that she will get over this. Yeah. And I think that it's really hard when you have especially if you've clawed your way to your independence because you've been through some traumatic shit I and then you like have watched you know shitty situations and like obviously had like a mom or a dad tell you like never be you know I'm I'm a little worried that she might be a little too raw after her recent breakup yeah I mean that was something we talked about at the start but like it Um, feels a little fresh yeah but overall, I think they're doing really well. I mean, they seem they, pretty obsessed I, with each I other. I think they have a great balance of talking about serious stuff yeah. and then having fun. Yeah. You know, um, which has been hard traditionally over the years, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what I'm excited for them. I am, too. I mean, overall, I'm honestly freaking shocked. Yeah, it's going this way. Yeah. how blissed out they are. Yeah. Like, I, they're absolutely 100% the happiest people on this honeymoon. Yeah. And oh, cringe when they decided to to make out in front of everyone just Ugh, to prove that that's how need, good their kisses are. I don't want I, to see that. <laughs> I was like, please stop, you guys. But yeah, so it's like all of that to say I can also tell that. Sorry, I'm trying not to clap and snap as much. I'm really trying. 
Um, Tim pointed out that that is not pleasing to the ears. And I am just a very gesticulative person when I speak. So I'm trying to chill out on that. Um, <laughs> I The other side of the coin with the controlly stuff and like the independence fear she has. I also think it's huge for her to be with a guy who from day one is fully open and like has no qualms or self-consciousness about like kind of throwing himself at her. Yeah. And you can tell that she's ever felt that and that she's been in a lot of stuff where she was playing the whole, I don't want to be annoying game and like spent lots and lots of time not speaking her truth out of fear, you know, because the guy wasn't leading with feelings. Yeah. So I, I think that is so beautiful to watch. And I, I hope like, if all of this is as authentic as it seems, I think that will be very healing for her and maybe allow and make room for some of this other stuff that she's not as used to, you know? Uh, Brett and Ryan. Yeah. Brett and Ryan. Um, I don't have a ton for them. Ryan continues to be a potato. I want to have takes so badly. I really do. I, 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 I'm looking forward to future weeks because I really want to like start the pod with them and have some D de- and get into stuff. But I mean, there's some, we- okay. So they talked first dates. Ryan was definitely distant in the morning oh, at yeah. breakfast because he, he was trying to D from whatever happened on that airplane. Yeah. And she's, I mean, honestly, I, I feel so bad for her. And I think that she's being such a champ with the way that, like, for example, I think if maybe, like, something like this had happened with Bao, I think that she would be so crippled by, like, the self-consciousness of what happened the next day. Like, you could see it dragging for days. Oh, she was like, And Brett's just like, we're going to push forward. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to be giggly and cute. And, like, we're moving up. You know, she's a great rallier. Yeah, she's got like a very great rally energy that can like pull him out of his shell, can like push a moment from discomfort to comfort. And so I just really felt for her in the morning and was impressed because I could tell that he was being a little withdrawn. Yeah. And and she she was choosing not to like give into that and was just like, we're going to have a great day. And, you know, so correct me if I'm wrong here, but I feel like we had a lot of vague discussions but i don't feel like i really learned anything other than the fact that he wants kids like i just felt like he wants to have sex yeah it was kids he's a very sexual person he decided he should tell her while they're getting a couple's massage in front of the masseuses and she had just tried to talk about something real with him and because she i mean she does make it clear i'm ready for more substance you know She's like, we got to start having some serious conversations. Yeah. So they're on the table and she. Well, first they, they, she asked him about kids. Right. He said, yeah, I definitely want kids, uh, you know, as soon as possible. So anyway. And then she says some stuff. Yeah. About like, you know, I always assumed I did. And this time of being single and like considering freezing my eggs has like definitely made me like be more thoughtful about like, well, why do I really want them and stuff like that? And that was so a moment for him to follow up and be like, okay. And like, what do you mean by that? And like, what has it made you think about? And oh, you've, you've thought about freezing your eggs. Like, tell me more about that. No, he just says like, yeah, basically I would have them as soon as possible. Moving on. Moving on. 
which was so weird. And you could tell she was like, oh, okay. And then pretty much right immediately, he's like, I know it's a difficult subject, but I'm a pretty sexual person. I'm just like, come on, dude. Fuck yourself. Like, do you have to be such a stereotype? Like, what? This is this is the most intimate you've you're willing to get with the conversation is to bring up on day three or four when you're both naked getting massaged together that just so she knows you know your penis has needs thank you i don't think that she would have been able to figure that out it's like he doesn't he doesn't know the depth he thinks the definition of intimacy is sex yeah so when it's like we need to get more intimate intimately know each other like yeah he's like but sex. Yeah. Not exactly. like, okay, what are what do you deeply believe in? What do you, you know, like, yeah. how do we build intimacy? And she keeps saying, look, for me to go there, I need an emotional closeness. Yes. Um, okay, one, oh. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Uh, one thing that I was going to say was that in general, my critique of him so far, which goes with my like sort of shitty Eeyore comparison last week, even when he's expressing feelings of like for her, which, by the way, always throw me off and surprise me because I can never fucking read him. He has a face like he just found out someone died. Hmm. Literally, like the only time I saw him smile and laugh was when he was stumbling into the hammock. Yeah. And like, I just feel like 90% of the time he's got this long dead face and even when he's expressing, like, I'm really excited about this and I'm very attracted to you. It's well, like, <laughs> his face is still dead. Yeah, it's so confusing for me. I was going to say, what one of the things I've noticed is that when he, he's answering a question that she asks, mm-hmm. he doesn't really look at her when yeah, he's answering. He looks straight he, forward. He, like he, he's like... I was paying attention. She'll ask a question and he'll start off, you know, he's like, yeah, I want kids. Too, and he'll like start looking the other like just start looking off or looking down or look and i'm like oh yeah. you're not even like looking you're in the eyes and i know, I and, you're know. Fa- and you hear you're talking about how important sex is to you and your face is like two inches away from her face on a hammock look into her eyes yeah. like i bet you could get a kiss that way but they're also like talking about how they like each other so much right so and then it, i i mean that yeah. hammock conversation was big yeah it felt like they were getting more comfortable. Yeah. And like yeah. he would and he expressed like, I'm really excited about this and I feel more for you each day. But again, when I even hearing that, I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Like uh, there's not. Uh. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, in general, I feel like he's not an expressive guy. And so that that is going to be a continued challenge because I feel like she is such an expressive person. And needs like emotional depth to be able to like move forward in other ways. So that'll be interesting. Uh, I just had to note that we had a right reasons drop from Ryan. Oh, right Whew. reasons. He knows his Big reality franchise TV. crossover. He was like, I mean, I just want you to know I came here for the right reasons. And I was like, oh. are you trying to get on Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> I know. next no, year? He's, he, it's his Bachelor edit. Ah. It's his Bachelor audition. Um, okay. Last thing. There's not much to say about Michaela and Zach. Oh. Except that our fears have been confirmed. Zach has COVID. And I just need Michaela to stop acting 
like Zach wanting to be in a separate room from her because she does not have it is like in some way him withholding from her or doing something wrong to her. She's being, I mean, she has, I would be so upset, so bummed, like for a million reasons. And I totally get that. But, but every this time. This does not need to ruin your marriage. No, and she's acting like he's wronging her yeah. by not letting her be in the fucking room with him. It's like, it's COVID. And the fact that you don't have it by now means that like, try not to get it. Yeah, yeah. So that was absurd to me. Um, I'm very curious. I mean, so sad because they're like our favorite couple and we didn't get any of them. And who knows how much longer it'll be. Like, I know. He's going to have to get better. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a pain in the ass. It's definitely putting a big damper on their marriage. Yeah. The way they start. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought you were going to say a big damper on the rankings. Well, the rankings have been affected. Right. The rankings have been affected, ladies and gentlemen. Some (laughs) some of you out there thought that maybe it was too soon for power rankings, but I wager you it's never too soon for power rankings. So with that... We have this week's edition of Power Rankings coming in at number five. I have Gil and Mirla. Mm. I wish I could separate them and put Gil high in this ranking just by himself (laughs) because I'm digging Gil, but I can't do that. So they are number five. At number four, I have Brett and Ryan. I just need more in general. Okay, yeah. At number three, I have Zach and Michaela because you know what? If you're not moving up, you're moving down. <laughs> and, and we didn't, they didn't, we, we they couldn't grow. We them. got nothing. Had to move them. Zero growth. Had to bump them. Number two, I have Rachel and Jose. I can't believe they're this high in my power rankings, but they are. I kind of can't believe they're not number one. Oh, Bao and Johnny. Bao and Johnny get the top spot. Okay. They're developing you... feels for each other. Um, Why are they ahead of Rachel and Quiqua? Because they're number one. And I just think that they... I'm asking you to explain. Well, I think that... (laughs) I think their relationship is more serious. And yes, it doesn't have the physicalness yet that the other one does. But I just get a level of authenticity. And there's no performative stuff coming from them at all. Whereas I feel like Rachel and Jose... Like, you know, Jose's kind of in a still of a performative he's phase and yeah he's peacocking he's a little bit peacocking. <laughs> and uh i just feel a little bit more authenticity out of bow and johnny okay fair 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 they have known each other longer so okay. that's that okay well next week we will be back with more honeymoon juice i cannot wait and we hope you have an amazing week we hope that you will also tune in to real housewives of beverly hills because the drama is amping up and we will have an episode a recap out for you um by tonight or tomorrow morning on that and yeah we'll see you next week talk to you later talk to you later bye